It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Joey Wheeler might uh, uh, have some thoughts on this. Are you a good multi-screener? You good multi-screener oh, watching sport, Joey? Oh, oh. I, I certainly sympathise. I know the feeling, um, Grant. You know, um, watching cricket and then obviously trying to watch some trashy. Normally in our house, it's like Kardashians or something rubbish like that. And I just can't stand it. Can't stand it yeah. until they're sort of in bikinis on vacation or something like that. Then I sort of prick up and uh, pay a little bit of attention. But yeah, so that, that's us being good husbands. Exactly yeah. You can't so, claim it as you're, you can't claim it as you're watching two things at once. We're working. You're Joey and I are working. You're ignoring. It's work. We you're have to. ignoring one thing while pretending <laughs> that you're watching it while actually watching one thing. See, Joey, for me, I can't watch two two sporting games on at the same time. I just get way too distracted, you know. Um, so I, I don't know if, you, if you're a man of many talents, you can juggle, you know, keeping an invested interest in both games. Or in two games at no, once. You probably, yeah, yeah, you're right. You just need the. I think Grant's right. You need the commentary off on one, and have the screen side by side, and you and you pick up the gist of what's going on. Okay, so commentary down. Yeah, this on board. I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning off you, Grant. Yeah, well, while we're on, on the one, topic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, Joe. There's a bit of a delay. Uh, but while we're on the topic of um, you know being good husband and and dad, have you ever built a trampoline? <laughs> Okay, this is random. No, honestly, I am the I'm that guy Grant who just pays everyone to do everything for me. Because um, <laughs> he is smart. Yeah, you know, if I do if I do something, I'm generally I'll stuff it up, and then you can hand down. I'll get a serve from my wife, and then I'll have to either buy a new one again. So I'm sort of double handling. So <laughs> you know, I'm just getting a smart yeah. route and you know, smart or not harder, just pay someone. Pay a professional. Pay. <laughs> <laughs> I love a man who's honest about his fallibilities, his weaknesses. You should try it sometime, Grant. Sorry, I can't be mean to you today. We're full of love. Uh, Joey, yeah. let's talk some uh, code. I, I want to talk about the idea, the psychology of preparing for um, a quarterfinal as the Black Ferns are in, up against a team they've only just played recently. It's quite, a, it's quite an oddity of this tournament. I, I still can't really quite figure out you know, how, how excited I should have been over the group yeah. stage when only exactly. two teams really get eliminated. So New Zealand Wales, do you think it's going to be difficult for these players? You know, do, is it tricky to play the same team so quickly after the last one? <laughs> yes, you're you probably in the back of your mind going, "We're going to give these um, these ladies a hiding." So um, yeah, oh look, yeah, yeah, it is. It is a little bit weird, but you always know that um, finals, finals rugby, the old cliche, it's just a completely different ball game. So. A lot more tension, um, you know. Everyone's obviously do or die, sudden death, nothing to lose. So, oh, but I think the Black Ferns they, they are tracking really nicely, and obviously they're, they're just gonna they'll pick their select their, their top side um, for obviously the run home, hopefully to to a sort of a finals berth. But um, yeah, I'm looking to see how how they go um, and and how they how they bounce back after that after that um, 
yeah, well, obviously a massive one um, last week. So, yeah, oh, they've been impressive, though, mate. They haven't, they've just gone from strength to strength. So, look, the outside backs, I'm looking forward to seeing Ruby Toy at fullback again. I think she, she's um, made a real... Um, She's a real handful, obviously so busy on the ball and um, both sides of the ball. So, so her, her at the back will be interesting, complimenting Portia Woodman, obviously those two together, they're just devastating. So, yeah, look, I think they'll be too strong, mate, they're just, um, for the for the Welsh. So, yeah, it's going to be a good game. Yeah, it was 56-12 uh, in their last game for keeping score at home. Yeah, Joey, when you when you get into um, finals uh, rugby, is is there is there quite a lot of it where you are looking to potentially look to save players' energy and not play your frontline uh, team, or do you play your frontline team no matter what in the quarterfinals situation? Yeah, no, you've got to play your you've got to play your best team from from here out, and I think you were seeing that in the selections that Wayne Smith and his selection group have made. So. Yeah, you want to build that cohesion and that, and that um, I guess, yeah, just get get that real belief going into what's you know a massive, hopefully a massive three weeks for the for the Black Ferns, and, and obviously it's week by week from here. But yeah, you always want to pick your best side going into finals footy for sure. Yeah, there's uh, no complacency with selection. Uh, my memory to 2007, which uh, was invoked by Wayne Smith uh, during the week. Of course, you remember that. When uh, I famously remember one of the All Black assistant coaches saying, "If Keith Robinson doesn't play this week, he won't play again in the tournament." Well, none of you played again in the tournament after losing the quarterfinal. Uh, anyway, I'll get over it. I'll, I'll get over it one day, Joey. To the to the All Blacks themselves. To the All Blacks themselves. What's the big feature of, of this game against Japan for you? I, I've certainly suggested to our listeners it's sort of the individuals who might be on the outer. Can they do enough to? to earn a spot, even on a bench, for, for one of the bigger tests. And I'm sorry, uh, Japanese rugby fans, I, I'm being quite patronising there. I, I do understand. But, Joey, for, for you, what's the importance of this game all about? Yeah, yeah, exactly that as well. Obviously, there's some guys that haven't played um, a lot of footy in the black jersey. Um, so it's to see how um, a few individuals front. And, and I'm really interested in that because a lot of those guys haven't played a lot of rugby over the last month. Um you know, I think Roger Tuivasa-Shek, he hasn't played in the 12 jersey. Gee, I can't even remember the last time he played in the 12 yeah. jersey. Um, like, he was playing on the wing for Auckland, right? And he's going into a test match. Um, his first test start uh, in the 12 jersey. And I, it does, it concerns me a little bit, that, especially in that, in that midfield, because you've got two guys who haven't played a hell of a lot of rugby and Braden Enor and, and Roger Tuivasa-Shek one together, but two at test level, and and actually three in general. They haven't played a lot of rugby in the last month, so there is a little bit of that concern. I think the All Blacks will obviously will win, but I reckon Japan is going to give them a real fright. But yeah, there are there are a few individuals that I think um, need to have big test matches. Obviously, uh, those two that I alluded to, but also I think uh, a guy like Hoskins Tutu. Um, yes. Also, what the. the with um, Richie starting when Stephen Pitofeta, him playing as well, getting an opportunity to see if he can actually um, you know, step up at test level. Because obviously Damien McKenzie, that was the glaringly obvious omission from uh, the original test squad that was named. So, yeah, I'm really interested in those individuals, how they step up. Tukuvai alongside um, Brody Retallick, I really like that selection in the, in the locking department, I think. 
Tupu's just going from strength to strength, and that's his ball-carrying ability through the middle of the park. That was a real feature of his game throughout Super Rugby, and I think that was one area that we were really struggling with with our, our second row last year uh, for the All Blacks. We, we really struggled to make momentum through the middle of the field, and Brody's starting to get back to some of his form, obviously, after his couple of years up in Japan. But, yeah, Sam Whitelock, that's one of his game that um, I think Tupu Vai's got a slight edge on. It's the, it's the ball, his ball-carrying ability that Tupu amazing ability of getting on the side of a defender and then freeing his arms and offloading in the tackle as well. Whereas Sam, he runs, a, he runs an amazing uh, line-out, high work rate, but probably isn't as powerful through the middle of the park with his ball carry. So, yeah, massive opportunity for Tupu alongside Brody as well. So, yeah, I think that's that's basically it, Dan, is, is yeah, seeing some of these individuals, how they front up against what's going to be a really competitive Japanese side because this test match they've been coming up for this all year. Um, I spoke to Tony Brown before he, he headed over to Japan and he said this is the one test match they've been aiming at um, since the start of the season and all their energy has gone into trying to tip up the All Blacks because they know that they were going to pick a, I guess, for lack of a better word, a sort of a development slash... B team. Um, so yeah, it's going to be an intriguing test match for me. Well, that is interesting because we saw how well planned they were at the Rugby World Cup when they hosted in 2019 and how well they played. And gee, Joe, they were just a joy to watch, weren't they? Their, their ability to recycle the ball and play the, the game at such speed. Um, and that's the only way they probably can compete if they can can, can recreate that. Yeah, I think... It- if they can get parity at, at set piece time, I, that's where that's where the All Blacks are going to aim up is uh, is around the, the scrum line out and through the middle of the park with our, our bigger forwards. But if the if the Japanese can can win their own ball and compete um, in that area set piece time, their like you said, their continuity game and their phase play and, and the speed in which they play the game, they are probably the fittest uh, athletes in the game. Like they are so fit, and it's a real feature of the game up there is the speed that they play with and the amount of um, the amount of ball and play time that they, they enjoy. And they've got great skill sets, all of them, from the front rowers right out. So, yeah, I, I think they'll they'll try run the, the All Blacks round and, and hold the ball for long periods of time. It's just whether they've got the X factor to, um, to, break, to break the game open. And if guys like um, Kotaro Matsushima, uh, who's, oh, who I played a bit with up in Suntory, uh, he spent some time over in France, um, him and also Tavita Tatafu, uh, the big number eight. If those boys can get their, their hands on the ball and, and good positions and create for this Japanese side, I reckon they can um, they can they can put a they can they can put a little bit of a fright up the All Blacks. I reckon they're they're a bit of a sniff. Hey Joey, um, it's great to hear your insight into this uh, All Blacks team, and clearly there are some players to watch in in different positions. That is one thing that uh, we, we don't have time for, which I'd love to uh, get your insight in, is around those players and how they've juggled them around, like Roger Tuivasa-Sheik at number 12 and the, the loose forwards. But it will be a fascinating um, encounter to see how those players stand up. And we really appreciate you on the show and your insight into the game. And good luck with that multi-screening tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kardashians and the All Blacks, how good. Uh, and the Black Boys. <laughs> it's going to be three tonight. Yeah, far out. <laughs> Go well, mate. Good luck gouging one of those eyes out watching the Kardashians. Thanks, fella. Yeah, right. <laughs> Cheers, guys.
See you, Joey Wheeler joining us. <laughs> of course, Southern Sky Sports these days looking at uh, the code this weekend. A uh, quick break on the other side, race two from Manamata.